Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. So who's they mama? I do not know. Well, it's not Daisy because that's his main squeeze. Yeah, so, well, Daisy is would be the uncle. So it's just these are Uncle Scrooge and Uncle Donald, but who's the, yeah. who's the parents of Huey, Dewey, and Louie is what I want to know. Well, how is Uncle Scrooge or, you know, Scrooge McDuck related to Donald? That's his, that's his I guess they're brothers, right? Well, I thought he called him Uncle, uncle Scrooge also. I mean, they were, I, maybe it's a great uncle for the, for the three, uh, for Donald. Uh, Huey, well, Huey, Dewey and Louie, they're like, uh, brothers. Yes. They're Huey, like cousins. Huey, Dewey and Louie are brothers. Okay. So that, that's narrowed down. So if how, they're brothers, then the, uncle Donald is an uncle and McDuck is an uncle. So right. where's maybe McDuck is their great uncle. And right. He I, would, he would be the great uncle because he's, he's, uh, old. Scrooge's uncle. No, he's Donald's uncle. Donald. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's Donald's uncle. And then he's, uh, the, the boy's great uncle. I guess that's what I'm going with. So then, then who's they they mama? Yeah, Scrooge's sister or brother would be Donald's parent. And then they also had two kids. I guess. So there's like Donald and 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 uh and Fred. It's very confusing. I don't I don't I don't know the the duck lineage. Oh well here's here you go. We do know one thing though. We do? Like I love how you're talking about like you're a scientist. Like so if if Scrooge McDuck is um, Donald's uncle, that means Scrooge McDuck's sister is Donald's mother because he's Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck. Okay. So that's two li- separate last names. So their right. surnames are separate. So that indicates that Donald's mother married a duck. Well, I just Googled Donald Duck family tree. Right. And this is, I'm, I'm getting this now. Hang on. Let me share a page with you. All right. All right. This is what the listeners tune in for. They, they need to know this. I mean, I, this is more so for me than, <laughs> than anybody else. If I'm going to be honest with you. Do the show that interests you though. Yeah, totally. That's what life is all about. Like that's yeah. where, that's where a lot of these people fail is because they don't do the things that interest them. Okay. So this looks like this is the family tree or just some version of it. Now is this canon? I don't know. I like how we're I mean, talking there's about tons of there's tons of duck family trees. Oh my god! I mean, this is from Don Rosa. I don't no, know. Is he he one of the artists that may have. No, no, but there's tons of duck. Look at all those ducks. They're Scrooge. I don't, I don't know these names. They're Scrooge. So yes, now I'm, who's. Mm-hmm. Delia Duck and some guy. The the it looks like Huey Dewey and Louie's father doesn't have a name on this one. Well, is that what you do though? Like you don't know the dad's name, so you're just like, yeah, he's a duck guy. He's a duck. I don't know, but yeah, this would be interesting to try to figure out if we can get to the bottom of this. Dennis, you're there, buddy. We're just talking about um the the Donald Duck family tree, trying to figure this out. But now, did that have though? Donald having uh, a sister? 
Yeah, that one had Donald having a sister, if you look. Right. Yeah, to... see that. And then... But then it was Scrooge. Scrooge was Donald's uncle, so he would be the boy's great uncle, it looked like. Right, but I'm just saying, though, but was it like I suggested that Scrooge had a sister, and that was Donald's mother? Uh, that's what it looked like. Okay. Well, that defeat. explains the, the different last names. Mm-hmm. 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 Little fella ain't never hurt nobody. Came out the egg. It's very interesting, though, to try to figure this out. The duck lineage, if you will. I'm fascinated with the Donald Duck. Donald duck, duck is... dynasty? <laughs> Whoa. What? <laughs> Donald Duck is just a more interesting character than Mickey Mouse. He's just oh, more he's angry, like and I like the anger. There's no, like, even on this one, too, I'm trying to zoom in, see if I can zoom in here. There is no... It says Della Duck... And then unknown, there's a question mark, and then Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, so, uh, so I guess who is Donald's mother? Donald's mother would be... That's the chick over there next to... Next to Scrooge, right there. I can't see because it's, it's real small. Oh, that was the joining of the Ducks and the McDucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see it because it's just too small. It's that's what she said. No, never in my case, Dennis. You go, you, you, you. Maybe for Donald Duck though. You crazy little tiny duck penis. Yeah, but so so um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie—they bastards. They don't know their parent. They don't know their father. I just tried to scroll on your page, and it just—it was like no. That (laughs) yeah, we're just sharing a screen here, bro. It doesn't work that way. So, yes, so Huey, Dewey, and Louie do not know their father. Yeah. So they come from a broken home. <laughs> so that's sad. That really bugs me. I just imagine him going on, like, Duck Moripovich to see who the father really you is. not the father. That would be Mallard Povich. I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Good one. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, uh, I'm excited for the new show, so. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not hooked on the, the art style yet, but, you're not, you're it's, not, but it's growing on me. Let's be fair. You're not excited about anything new, and I, I understand because uh, I get that way American about Gods. Yeah. American Gods. One yeah. thing. One thing, and it's just, that's just because it's Neil Gaiman. But that's not a remake. No, no. It's not because it's Neil Gaiman. It's because it's Neil Gaiman and Brian Fuller. But it's also mainly, I mean, it's Neil Gaiman. I mean, the source material for that is very strong. Well, yeah, but you've also got Brian Fuller. So now Star Trek fans can watch American Gods and go, oh, that's the quality of series that we could have gotten in the tradition of Hannibal and Six Feet Under. Okay, yeah. yeah what happens? What happens if Discovery is better? Ooh, it won't be. What happens? It might be. You never know. I tell you what. I'll believe it when I see it. Jenny, okay. if, if it's if it's better, if if Discovery is better than American Gods, I'll pay full price for an oil change. <laughs> No, you won't. I you don't so. get your oil changed. I hope I so. Never. Will you let me check your oil? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And by that, I mean stick my finger in your butt. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. As long as we're that, on the That's scene. a proven point because I today was my annual physical. 
Moon River. Love that scene in Fletch. All right, so um, Dennis has joined us. Jenny's here. How was your test drive, Jenny? It was fantastic. What kind of vehicle did you drive? A Mazda 3. Ooh, I've heard good things. So you're thinking about getting rid of the Mini? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just not big enough? Um, there's, I feel like I'm driving a ticking tom- time bomb of many expensive car problems. Makes sense. And I want to get rid of it before it happens. I always, I always say Honda. You know, I looked at a Camry yesterday and i really liked it but you know i think i'm having like a slight midlife crisis because i want a more exciting car than a camry or a a cord or something and so this one is it's kind of a good middle of the road okay all right mazda three well there you go and dennis is here as well and we are hello dennis hello we missed you last week so much so that we didn't even talk about the episode because I didn't watch it. So you <laughs> I, kept, I kept refreshing my, my podcast app. I was like, oh, where's my door? Uh, no, what oh, happened was oh. I accidentally put the dates in wrong. It's there. It's just under the last episode. Oh. I just got to go back in and fix all the dates. I just noticed it like two days ago and I've just been busy with spring break. But um, that XML man, XML will get you every time. Yeah, no, I just it, this is just the day. I just mix up the date because I'm a stupid idiot. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you didn't miss anything. We didn't talk about much. We just had a we had good conversation amongst friends. Anytime I I'm not there, I'm always missing something. You are. Yeah. It's true. That's true. Um, but this week I actually watched the episode called Playing Gods. And I got to tell you, you guys were right. This was a pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. Told you. I hope I remembered it at this point. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where uh, Odin shows up, maybe. Odin, right? the, 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 the god? The god yeah. Is that, that guy from uh, Deadwood? No, no. He's, uh, no, uh, Mori Povich. And then, um, sorry, I got to get situated Hey, I don't know. Have we started yet? Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of, but don't worry about it. Okay, I wanted to restart my router because my internet connection. Go ahead. We're fine. Stable. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah, well, if you're doing that, I'm going to plug in, too. Yeah, do it. Plug yeah, plug in, in bros. Mm. Plug in, oh. tune in, and drop out, dude. Let's all do acid and, <laughs> like, get closer to Jeebus. I'm going to get some water. Hang on. Now, is he rebooting his router too? Oh. I don't think so. Everybody's gone but us. Hello, I'm Ben. And I'm Jenny. And we're playing Dork Trek. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. What was I thinking? We were actually doing the other show. (laughs) and then the nun says fifty dollars same as in town (laughs) i love that one yeah so ben what were you um are you thinking about getting back into web comicking ben no but i just you know sometimes you miss it that bug you miss it Yeah. yeah and i don't know if i miss it because it's like an alcoholic misses that drink or if I miss it because I actually enjoyed it. I think you enjoyed it. You did it for so long. Yeah. I mean, you know. It would have been nice if I could have eaten, though. If I could yeah. do it and eat. That, that, that's the key. 
E- eating is fun. Yeah. I just don't want to mess around at work right now. That's true. It's a, it's a tenuous time. Yeah, but if you're doing that in your spare time, I mean, it's your hobby, right? People golf. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure some of your coworkers are into like sadomasochism. I mean, it's just, a, you know, you just like do a web cartoon. <clears throat> okay. So I've never really said where I work. So I think it's okay for me to tell the story. Okay. That, sounds like okay. A good one. Because you said that. Um, somebody comes to my desk and he's got the, the stack of papers and he's like, yeah, hey, this is uh, on the printer and I don't know what to do because my office is, I'm the first manager by the printer. And it was Hampton Roads secret room. <laughs> and it was an S&M thing <laughs> cool. or BDSM. And it was all the rules for, you know, safe play and, and consent and all these things. And it had yes. all the, you know, here's the rules yeah. and you don't. And it was uh, pretty graphic. And somebody had, it was one of the, like, you know, the waiver form that you have to sign to participate. Yes. And then somebody would contact, once you send this back, you scan it and send it back. And then somebody would contact you with the location of Hampton Roads secret room. Mm, I have to I have to Google that. That sounds like fun. Well, yeah, but if you can find it, it's not much of a secret now, is it? Well, I mean, it's like Fight Club, man. Here, I'm, now I'm going to Google it. Find it. Hampton Road secret room. Secret room. Secret room. That's where the secret sauce comes from. Oh, is that like donkey Hampton sauce? Rhodes. No, it's like Chick Fil A sauce. Oh, okay. What is donkey sauce? It's uh, Guy Ferrari's sauce. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> He's opening a restaurant in Norfolk. Uh, Is he? I heard you guys gushing about it on your yeah. show. <laughs> are, you, are you really excited about that? We're going to go. I don't know if I'd say really excited about going to the restaurant so much as really excited about going to the restaurant and acting like a jackass. Oh, I mean, you, you can <laughs> do that. Jackass about donkey sauce? Yeah. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. Like if to go to what is it? Flavor Town is that the name of his restaurant? No, I think it's. I think it actually has a real name. <laughs> like oh yeah, he's got like a stupid smokehouse or something. Yeah, but it's like one of those trashy '90s band names or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> that's that's who he is. Yeah. He's the guy from uh, Smash Mouth. He is the guy from Smash Mouth. Let's <laughs> play as a Guy Fieri, you know, variation or something like that. Yeah. With the sunglasses on the back of your head. I just think it's awesome that Norfolk is such a shitty town. They're getting excited about a Guy Fieri restaurant. Like, they're like, yeah, bro, yeah. It's like a glorified Applebee's. Well, hey, no, we're rebranding uh, Waterside. I mean, it's the same fucking building. They didn't even tear the building down. It's just the same skeleton. They just put a bunch of new shit in it. Hey, man, fucking put lipstick on a pig, man. It's still a pig. <laughs> Yeah, but now it's a sexy pig. Now it's a, now it's a sexy pig with blonde tips and a fire yeah. bowling shirt and Weezer. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I think, uh, you know, Janice should take her podcast and do like a live remote or something. Like we they are. should set up. You are you going to do live? Yeah, we're going to do live, and we're going to act like a jackass and record it live at the restaurant. Is Guy okay. Fieri going to be there for the? Opening? I hope so. <laughs> and now you're going to take a like. You guys want me to sign your boobs? Flavor Town. I'd do it. Let them sign my boobs with donkey sauce. Just drizzle it all over. Well, dude, now I gotta, peg me. I got a total boner. <laughs> a total batter. 
Okay, so this episode is called Playing God. It's the 37th episode of the science fiction television series Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It's the 17th episode of the second season. Mm, sound familiar? Anyone coming? Uh, yeah. yeah. You know uh, what, though? Every time I, I see, because, you know, we obviously all watch this on Netflix. Yes. And every time I'm watching it, though, I see what's coming up. And I get so excited and just like, ah, and so that makes me not like the episodes that I'm watching yeah, as much, gotta, ben, but, ben, but this episode was really good. You got to live in it now, buddy. You got to live. Yeah. And that's now. what I said though. This, that's why though, this one stands out then because it's you so good. You must unlearn what you have learned. <laughs> no, but there's like all these references that Jenny doesn't get. And it's going to be like the, the first season of Doctor Who. At the end of it, when they, you know, Bad Wolf, wait a minute. It was all that it was there all oh along. Oh, my God. So you're saying what's, what's. But there's no, there's no knowing looks, except for when they say the Dominion, then everybody kind of goes. Mm. Yeah, so once we're through the looking glass people, then we'll kind of get a better vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, this, this is setting up the, I, I didn't realize that Deep Space Nine was so good the first couple of seasons. I mean, it's been good. I mean, there's been a couple stinkers here and there, but overall, it's been pretty good. And I think this episode falls in the pretty good category. Um, Yeah. It's just this episode, you can pretty much, I mean, it's just the idea that Dax is, I guess, mentoring Uh a dude uh, who is in the program, if you will, um, to get uh, he's uh in the worm pipeline he's in the worm pipeline that's a good way to that's a good way yeah. to describe it dennis he's in the pipeline to get his own symbiote and um he kind of sucks so i will say this though the one thing about this episode right off the bat is that like we see julian and he's walking around with this guy named adrian a arjun arjun him and arjun are walking around and they're having this conversation and about how uh, Dax is this, that, and the other thing, and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And they get into the elevator, and they tell him where Dax is, and he's at Quark's. She's at Quark's gambling. And yeah. this just makes, like, this whole scene just makes me love Quark even more. Like, after I saw the scene, I was like, he's my favorite character on the show, far and away. It's not even close. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even close. What the, what's the name of that game they were playing? Oh, uh, they played it a few episodes ago, though. Um, oh, yeah. Geez. Like Tongo. Tongo. Is it Tongo? Tongo. Oh, no, yeah. Trey Jock, right? No, Tongo. No, it's Tongo. Yeah, it's Tongo. Tongo. They're playing Tongo and Dax. I wish you were playing Strip Tongo. That'd yeah, awesome. Strip Tongo. <laughs> but you only want to see Dax nude. She's the only yeah. one you want to see. But it'd still be pretty cool like, if all the Ferengi were there and like, like covering up their private parts and she's got all their clothes on and all their money. Or they, they, they all just take, off, they take yeah. off their head scarves. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I'm not so the naked. head curtains. I feel so <laughs> nude without my head curtains. Ah. But like, um, they're playing. She's got all the head curtains on. <laughs> They're playing Tongo and she's winning and like she starts rubbing uh Quark's ears and he's like, Don't start me up if you're not gonna finish, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring this dick in, Ajax or whatever the fuck his name is, and uh he's all like, Oh, I've never played this game and <laughs> Quark ends up with Oh, you never played this game before. How much money you got? <laughs> yeah. I think Quark Quark is on fire yes. at this scene. I'm pretty sure Quark is like just shit faced. Like he's just bombed out of his ass. 
And he's just so one. He's by far and away my favorite character. On the, it's not even close for me. It's the not best thing. Close. The best thing is when uh, she has to leave with the dude um, to go show him to his quarters or whatever, and Cork tries to insult her, and he's like, oh, "Female." <laughs> he calls her a bitch. <laughs> like basically, for Ferengis, that's the worst thing you can call somebody. Bitch, you female. It's it's Quark is the best. Yeah, all right, Quark. My interest level in this show peaks and, and ebbs and flows when Quark's around. The well, yeah, but if you, you, you get me a Quark and Odo episode. Totally. Where they're playing off of each other. It's great. Like, it's, I told Stephanie, I would watch, and I've said this before on the podcast, I would watch an Odd Couple style show with Quark and Odo in a heartbeat. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I like Odd Couple or I like Quark and Odo, but they're just the best. Like, there's nothing more enjoyable to me than those two characters. And it's weird, too, because, I mean, like, they're not your typical Star Trek characters, especially mm-hmm. Quark. Like, Quark is far and away. Like, there's nobody like him on any of the other series. Right. Yeah. I think that's why he's so great. Yeah. Because yeah. he just stands out from the all the Starfleet officers that we've been seeing for the past, you know, 40 years. He's so kind of- you, you'd watch the, the, the Odd Couple style show. Would you watch a Saturday morning animated series called Quark and Odo? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like on their misadventures and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? They go solve mysteries. An, an adult swim version of it would be great. Oh, totally. I mean, it's – I mean – Quark is the best. Like, and again, I th- again, I think like Jenny said, it's been forty years of like <clears throat> button up officer types, and he's just he's basically a bad guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all the Starfleet guys want to explore the universe, and Quark just wants to explore your pocketbook. <laughs> he just wants to make a buck, and he'll sell out anybody to do it. You know. Yeah, I love Quark. He's the best. So, any heart of gold press platinum. <laughs> Yep, he's the best. I love him. I love him. So then what happens next? Uh, so uh, the next morning, uh, Arjun shows up at uh, Dax's quarters, and there's some dude there fresh out of the shower. So that was kind of odd. Yeah, so did, did, she get wrestling. Her, did she get her fuck yeah. on? Were they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so she's all like this. So he's on the secret room. Yeah, he found the secret. It's weird too because they do such a good job in this episode of making Dax such a like a free spirit and kind of wild and crazy guy. But it almost mm-hmm. feels like this is the first time you're seeing that of her, or is that just? I mean, mm-hmm. or is it just so profound? I think they wanted to do the uh, the Ferris Bueller, Cameron Fry kind of contrast between the two of them. It seems like like mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see well, that. we've had we've had hints though that that Dax is interesting. Yeah. In the past, yeah, but this yeah, is the first on. episode where you really get a good look at her personality. She's like Poochie in this episode from The Simpsons; like she, <laughs> she's in your face. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, though she's—we've seen her play Tongo before. Yeah, but we've never seen her wrestling a dude getting out of the shower. Like, yeah, you know. definitely not. Yeah, and wrestling yeah. for the condoms. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, and I love how I just said Poochie and everyone knew exactly what I was talking about because we've yeah. all watched too many Simpsons episodes. <laughs> yes. But not enough of that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's never on. No. The Poochie episode is pretty great, though. Yeah. Maybe I'll turn on FXX tonight and watch the Poochie episode. <laughs> In your face, dude. <laughs> now, at the end of that, didn't he uh, go away to space? He went back to his home planet but died on the way. 
Yeah, because he because Homer wanted to say something like not it wasn't in the script. He wanted to say like, hey, you know, just give me some time and maybe you'll like me. And then he died on the way back to his place. That happens a lot to these uh, Simpsons guys because like when Mo got the uh, plastic surgery and was on the soap opera, and then he tried to like go off script there, and then they killed him off too. Yeah, yeah. The 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 house fell on his face, yeah. and then he went back to his original face. He was like, "Why wouldn't I get like some third face?" It's <laughs> <laughs> good. And then it also happened to Hank Grimes. Hank Grimes died too. Grimy. Yeah. <laughs> And I, th- I still think the Hank Grimes episode is like there was a guy who worked at the nuclear power plant who was a self-made guy and he, he was Homer's like he hated Homer. He hated him because he thought Homer was a boob and like he just coasted through life and everybody else did this yada yada yada. I always thought that the Hank Grimes episode was an episode that they were supposed to get a guest star for but fell through at the last minute so they just had Hank Azaria do the voice because it's very much in that realm of like guest star because it's a one episode mm-hmm. deal, you know what i mean right yeah i could see that i forgot about that it episode. was supposed to be like george clooney or something yeah but it fell through at the last minute so then azaria just did it as, as hank grimes i love that episode. I, can, I can see that it's pretty good i i would just like randomly going through like following links and i came across the uh Troy McClure in the the Planet of the Apes musical, <laughs> and I had Dr. I had to Zayas, stop Dr. and watch. Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, I hate oh, every Dr. chimpanzee. <laughs> I hate every chimp I see from chimpanzees. You'll never make a monkey out of me. <laughs> I got you a role as the human. It's the part I was born to play, baby. <laughs> you know, sad. I would love to watch that musical. Oh, totally, yeah. dude. Like. <laughs> But it would have to have that cast. Yeah. 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 Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Come and rock me, Dr. Zayas. Start breaking. And like I said, I had to stop and like when I saw the clip, instead of going through, I was like, nope, I'm going to stop. That's that's one of the Simpsons episodes ever is the Troy McClure video, is the Troy McClure one. Uh, pretty much anything Troy McClure. Yeah. You may remember me from such roles that yeah, he's like, yep. He's I'm great in the vegetarian in the meat. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> in the meat video. Here, Timmy, I'll show you the killing floor. Don't <laughs> let the name fool you. It's really not a floor. It's <laughs> more of a great. <laughs> <laughs> he's a grade A moron. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I, I rarely honestly wish bad things on people. I yeah you know, you know, I I joke <laughs> I joke you dabble in bad I dabble in some some strong dislike and I overuse the word hate but I truly deeply hate Andy Dick hmm. and 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 a pox on him and seven generations of him so does uh, John Lovitz apparently like they they got into a like a of like a fisticuffs yeah because I guess for the same reason yeah, yeah John Lovitz blames Andy Dick for getting Phil Hartman's wife back on cocaine. And then she killed Phil Hartman. Kills Phil Hartman. Why couldn't so she just kill herself Andy. and like just leave Phil Hartman out of it? Like, what did Phil Hartman ever do? He made America laugh. He filled our hearts drug. with happiness. God, and the monorail episode written by Conan O'Brien. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, I, every time I go by ODU, yeah. I'll be driving along. And I'm like, monorail. monorail. Well, I mean, that guy's basically president of the United States at this point. So, I mean. Yeah. We have to, yeah. 
And I will say this, and I've the always- The whole country's said, about to break out into a musical episode. <laughs> the monorail. I think that happened on the election day. I will say this, and I've said it before, and I'll say it till the day I die. Like Sims, seasons like three to like 11 are the finest television you'll ever watch. Like every week, it's like, golly, this is just, wow. It's like heavy hitter after, I mean, they're just so- mm-hmm. Yeah, I think season eight might be the apex because that's the one with like Lisa Vegetarian. And that's a great like episode. Back to back to back of, you know, five star episodes. It's wonderful. Lisa the I, Vegetarian. I, it's one of the best episodes. That's, and it's my Lisa favorite episode. I love it. Yeah. I still, one of my favorite scenes of all time, though, is when Lisa gets the pony. And they, they rip on Godfather with the opening and you know the camera's slowly going in and Lisa pulls back the blanket and it's the horse's head and you're like, ah! <laughs> and then the horse jumps up and it kicks into the Magnificent Seven music with that dun, 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 and she's riding through the house and bursts into her parents' room and it's just like, oh my God, that was brilliant. An episode I really like too is the, the one where Hapu has his musical uh, number where I guess they're going to try to deport Hapu and all the immigrants. Yeah. Who needs the quickie mark? <laughs> <laughs> I love I. This is a great show, man. It's a great show. But we're That's also the best part to sing with me. <laughs> and they, all they have to do is rhyme with quickie mark. And over go, the quickie mark is oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> And then the um, the brothel episode is great too. Yeah. Where Bart works at the brothel, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't remember this one at all. Reverend Lovejoy, oh, it's the one where Lovejoy Bart, wants to shut it down. Yeah, Bart breaks a um uh, a window. A gargoyle. Is it a gargoyle or a window? It's something like uh, that. I thought like, it was a window. He breaks a window at uh, Marge goes out of town. Bart breaks a window in a house. And Homer says, okay, well, you have to go to that house and like work off the window. But it just happens to be a brothel. And so Bart is working at a brothel yeah. with like this old lady, like this proper Southern old prostitute. <laughs> the madam of the house. Yeah. It's just, it's really funny. Yeah. I think the Stonecutters episode was probably uh, my favorite. Stonecutters episode is wonderful. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. We're yeah. having ribs. <laughs> it's the no homers club. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now my favorite, what was the one with PBS and he's watching the show? And they're doing Pledge Week, God, and yes. he calls in with like a ten thousand dollar <laughs> pledge because he wants to see the British show. I think he just wants to, you know, shut them up. Yeah, it, which I've wanted to do many times before, <laughs> but I don't because of his house. Exactly, and then like there's uh, when he hides in the church, and they throw Oscar the Grouch's can through the window, <laughs> and you've got like Elmo knows where you live. The Teletubbies chasing him down the street, like shooting laser beams at him. Out of their little antenna. <laughs> yep. That's, a That's good the main reason I don't call in fake pledges to shut them up. Because <laughs> you'll get caught like Homer. I, we'll I just go ahead and this. You know, we'll take the break out of all things considered and just fucking listen to their little pledge telethon mm-hmm. thing. This is all things considered. <laughs> I just, I want to pledge enough though to get one of those cool coffee cups. Yeah, but it's like $90. You can make your I own know fucking coffee cup. No, but I want the coffee cup and then I'll never pledge again. Because it makes your coffee taste extra smug. Mm. Well, yeah, but I, then I can put it on my <laughs> desk at work and when people walk by my office and they see that, they're like, oh, he's better than me. He That's what they should call it. They should call it a coffee schmug. <laughs> <laughs> We should we should put some up in in, in a store or something. Yeah, get a dork get a trick schmug. Yeah. A dork trick schmug. You gave money to the dork trick Patreon. You get a your you get a smug a look shrug. from your coworkers. Yep, you're better than they are. I like it. Smug. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jenny's got the mug that has that on the bottom of the. Uh, so when yeah. you turn the mug up, it's like, what does it say? Have a nice day. But then mm-hmm. you turn the mug up and it's like that. <laughs> and I accidentally like drank it right at you one day. Yeah, you're being a real <laughs> she said something smug and then she goes drink and she's like <laughs> she like she goes to the kitchen takes it out of the cabinet fills it up with <laughs> water or orange juice or something just and walks back and goes no i didn't even put anything in it i just it was just an empty mug she <laughs> like literally over walked over, over to the yet. shelf picked it up and just went hey ben bird <laughs> and then that was the thing is it wasn't even the mug that had the 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 middle finger on the bottom of it she literally just held up her hand as she lifted her mug just a blank mug just, yeah. just like we've been doing on camera one day you're gonna find out that all of the mugs in your house have middle fingers drawn on the bottom or it's of the gonna mug. say like you have a small penis <laughs> <laughs> well that's the t-shirt that she wears around the house on weekends yeah yeah it's on my picture of your penis on it it does actually. Small penis. You have to get really close to see it though. <laughs> Small penis. It's a it's a tiny penis. It's a tiny penis. A tiny baby penis. So anywho, um, where are we? That's right. We just started the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling in the shower. No, no, because they've they've already got past the wrestling and yeah. and now I guess they have a rap. Now, if you are, let me ask you a question though. If you're Arjun at this point, do you think uh, Dax wants to fuck you? No, I'm like, dude. I'm like this bitch. I mean, what is she? I think no, she, she's DTF, but not him. Yeah, well, I think not. Maybe at first she's DTF, but then she realizes that this guy's a nerd, and she's like, Pfft. yeah, over. I it. think he's trying though. Like he did all the research trying to figure out how to get into her pants. I, like I the, didn't. Uh, the wrestling guy was the test. You know, like if he swole up at the wrestling guy, then she would have she would have fucked him. But so. he kind of backed off. Yeah, he yeah. does have a, he does have kind of like a Cameron Fry vibe to him. Like he's very kind of docile and yeah, non-confrontational. And he almost kind of looks like Cameron Fry almost from like a yeah. distance. Like if Cameron Fry had a really bad like bowl cut. That's why <laughs> that's why my name for this week is Trill Cameron Fry. Yeah, he's totally got that vibe too. And it even it's it even goes further into it when he's explaining like why he wanted to get into the program because they're having dinner together or whatever. And I'm skipping ahead a little bit because I guess. Yeah. There's also a B story of like the station has rats. Yes. There's a C story too. There's a C story? Yeah, yeah because oh, that's right. The, the proto the proto universe, which is actually really interesting. Oh, then there's mm-hmm. a D story too. There's a D story in this one? <laughs> yeah. It's about the D too. And what's this? Oh, Jake's yeah. little D. Oh, that's, uh, well, that's not really a story. The, the they just Dabo kinda, girl coming to dinner. See, but that's cool though because they, that's recall, and that's something. Guess that, who's coming to Dabo? Oh man, and I always thought that was something that that Trek always lacked, in in a sense. But they mentioned the Dabo girl a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and now Jake is all like, "I'll be loving that bitch." So you know, he's getting in. Um, see, that's the thing though is that with TNG, it it kept the tradition for, or at least for the probably the first four seasons, first three seasons from the original series that it was very episodic. Yeah. And then we started getting things like the Klingon civil war and, you know, stuff like that, that we in lore would come back occasionally, but for the most part, it stayed pretty episodic throughout. You'd occasionally get that callback. I think DS nine has already just in the first, what? 30 something episodes. 37. Shown 30 something episodes that it's uh <laughs> 
pretty good at the callback. No, it's cool. I like the callback. It make it's it's a different vibe for Trek. Because I mean, like I said, they mentioned the Dabo girl a couple episodes ago, and now Jake is in love with her, and he's like, "I love her. I can't help it. I love it." Yeah, he's gonna run up to the Gamma Quadrant with her. Yeah, and well, so- see, they they mentioned it though. This is the third mention of her, isn't it? Yeah. Because it was uh, uh, Nog and Jake were on the promenade, you know, watching folks walk by or whatever, and they had the whole thing about. You know, she's studying entomology. Oh, she's going to be a chef. (laughs) Now, it's at this point, like, I'm starting to wonder if this is basically like Jake went to Hooters and he's in love with the waitress that he thinks. The Raisins episode of South Park. Yes. (laughs) He thinks that the Davo girl is in love with him because she paid attention to him. When he bought her a drink. Yeah. He bought her a $20 or 20 latinum drink. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she That's sat with him for 10 minutes. But you never know. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess she, we'll find she, out. She rubbed over the robe on him a little bit. <laughs> <out of his laughs> yeah. It's all over. Well, yeah, because he's underage right now. So it's all over the robe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how old is the Dabo girl? Even he asks. Yeah. Cisco's like, how old is this girl? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't like being called a girl. She's a woman. She's a woman. I just yeah. rolled my eyes at that. It's like, come on. I thought it was Stop. funny. Whatever. I yeah. think it's cute that Jakey has a girlfriend. At least he's likable, unlike Wesley Crusher, who just sucked. That's true. That's like, yeah. You know, and that's not even white guilt. That's just saying, like, Jake is Jake is an honest kid. Like he like he wants yeah. to play baseball and fuck chicks. Like Wesley Crusher <laughs> is just an idiot who it was like yeah. fucking Mary Sue killed his Everyone wants to tell Wesley shut up. <laughs> well, I mean, this. Is, <laughs> well, no, Jake doesn't even want to be in the academy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's probably not my thing. I'm gonna try to play professional baseball. You know, baseball's been out of uh, existence for 200 years, right? Yeah, but it's like since the 21st century, right? It's gonna make a comeback, Dad. I got a good feeling. There's a hipster league. Yeah, the hipster league. I'm gonna play in the holodeck, and I'm gonna be famous. You see? But yeah, so there. I guess there are D stories in this one then, because we have this uh, the rats would be would yeah. be like a minor B story, and then you have your C story, the proto universe, which was really kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like the proto universe idea was pretty neat. Um, I almost feel like the proto episode, the proto universe episode, could have been an entire episode on its own, almost. If it was TNG, it would have been. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here it's kind of shitty. I think it would have been really dry if it was by itself. Like, if they didn't have something else going on with it, like this other story to kind of carry it along, it would have just been a lot of techno babble for 45 minutes. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But and you, and you staff know, meetings, you know. You know T- about, but I mean, that's a TNG episode, though. That's a perfect episode. Staff meetings, techno babble, and like proto universes. Like, that's a, <laughs> that's a six. And rap. <laughs> you know? 6.5. Wesley got told to shut up. That's, 40, that's 45 minutes, baby. That's a check. <laughs> it's a royalty check for somebody we should be retroactive writers for tng <laughs> proto universe staff meetings blah 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 uh, engage uh, make it so energy beings movies over yeah man i, I don't know um yeah, so uh, where where are we here? We're kind so of they, get, they go to the uh, they gotta go to the gamma quadrant. Yes, to for a milk run or something. Yeah, so uh, they hit some subspace subspace seaweed. Yeah, and something gets stuck gets stuck on the runabout. Now, why does this happen more often? Like they hit some space. They're in space. Like yeah. one in a million shot, Doc. 
One in a million, baby. Yeah. Ooh. And so, yeah, so I guess they have like this very strangely animated thing hanging off of their their runabout and they bring it back in and check it out. And it's a it's a universe. It's like a mini universe. And, and it's it, growing. And it's expanding quickly. And then we never that's hear what about universes do. Yeah, and we never hear about the rats ever again. Like that's the last time we heard about them. Like, well, we we hear about them when they short circuit the little security field they have yes. around the universe. And that's it. Yeah. You would think something that important though would be a little better protected. There'd mm-hmm. be a backup or I mean, no, something. Man. No, rats just ate it. <laughs> It's like could could squirrels chew through the 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 lines going into the nuclear power plant, and yes. like oh shit, the containment's down. They we're were fucked. awesome space squirrels, and that's what happened at. Well, I mean, that was Homer's job is to watch yeah. for that, and he's always yeah. sleeping. So. Yeah. so this could happen. Okay. He set the bird up on the keyboard to yeah. keep watch on the <laughs> squirrels. I would like to see Homer in ops at on DS Nine <laughs> <laughs> at his monitoring station, passed out with donuts. Yeah, That'd be good. That'd be good. Some replicated donuts. Mm. <laughs> you can say there, there's the big tent scene. The Cardassians are about to attack. It's like, well, we'll be fine because we, uh, Lieutenant Simpson, put in those new shield generators, and you hear, "Go!" <laughs> I smell crossover. I think we may be the first people to ever come up with a Simpsons DS9 crossover. No, I'm sure we're not. There's no I, Well, not a, a Simpsons Maybe. Trek, I think, is done, but Simpsons DS9? That, yeah, because yeah, DS9 is pretty specific. Yeah, DS, <laughs> DS9 is the bastard child of Star Trek. Like, my mom watched the, the episode with me yesterday because she's in town. We were watching the episode, and then today we were driving uh, to the museum, and my mom goes, I don't want to watch that show anymore. And I was like, what? <laughs> like I just don't like it. <laughs> I was like, wow. Don't you like about it? She's like, I don't know. I just don't like it. I was like, all right. That's good. Like, Too much singing Klingon chefs. So my mom was just, yeah, my mom was very confused by the singing Klingon chef. She's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, God, this is, this is Dax. Dinner in a show. This is Dax's life. This is the life she leads. She got Klingon singing to her and clamming her hot body. Yeah. And she sings along too. But, it, but I mean, this is kind of foreshadowing too, because later on she marries a Klingon. So she's into that Klingon. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. What? Yeah. She marries Worf, I guess. Yeah. Right. You let that be a surprise. Jeez. Everybody knows that. Man. Yeah, everybody knows it. She doesn't even have the big hoop earrings, which is weird. Cause normally the chicks that are into Klingons have big hoop earrings. Yeah. And then she gets the, uh, the, what's that lady's name? Kate plus eight. Yeah. The pineapple cut. cut. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I love them Klingons. Mm, mm, mm. So, although there's a good, just oh my god, two episodes away from a really good Klingon episodes. I thought you don't yeah. like Klingons, Ben. Or exactly. Ridley. That's how good this episode is. Mm, interesting. I'll look so, forward to it then in two weeks. I, I, we'll can get, I give this one an eight, and then we just skip a skip ahead? <laughs> we have to watch next week too. That we have to ah! read two of them. I'll give that one an eight, too. Wow, Ben's just handing out eights. <laughs> it's like a Russian judge at the Olympics, just handing out eights. Eight, 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 eight. <laughs> it's, um, it's a good episode, man. It's fun. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Um, the containment field with the proto-universe was neat. Um, it was cool. The proto-universe thing had almost like a Fantastic Four vibe to it. Like, when yeah. I was watching it, I was just thinking, like, Kirby. Like, this is just – this would make a really good Fantastic Four. 
Mm-hmm. You know, or like an Adam Strange thing. So I was thinking about it. Like Ben, Ben wants to just smash the proto universe, and Johnny wants to set it on fire. Yeah, and Reed is like, no, no, there's life in there. No, there's life in there, and I, I just imagine them in the Fantastic Four version of it. They shrink themselves down to go check out the life. Yeah, on but the- they need to bring Doctor Doom with them, so yeah. they have to convince him yeah. first to, to yeah. Turn it up. I think it because be- he's got some element that's the only way to to make the shrink yeah. safe. But he also or knows that there's a mystical object within this proto universe that he yeah. wants to recover. Yeah, something like that would be sweet. But yeah, and we've already made a better movie than Fantastic Four. <laughs> Very fun. It's, it'd be a cool arc. Why is it so hard to make a Fantastic Four movie? I don't get it. Man. You know what? Man? It doesn't seem like it's that hard. It would. <laughs> we just made a great one in thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Granny ripped off the plot from the. Uh, you know the episode that we're talking about so. no because nobody shrunk down yeah. okay yeah the shrink down is the key and then they go into the yeah. they go into the proto universe and the and classic dr doom double cross yeah <laughs> i think there the reason oh, man it's just because there's no edge to the fantastic four like it's very much kind of i don't know i don't know they kind of need like uh namor i think would help spice oh, things yeah. up a little bit you know, get that sexual tension going. And like, and they didn't really, and it wasn't a lot of science involved. Like, cause that's what the FF is. It's like pseudoscience and kind of yeah. weird, like, like aliens and scrolls and shit like that. Like that's when the fantastic four is kind of best. Almost. See, I didn't watch, I didn't read a lot of fantastic four, but I watched the Saturday morning cartoon that didn't have, uh, John Herbie was in it. Yeah. Herbie was in it, but, you know, so that that's like my sense of of Fantastic Four, but um, from what comics I've read, you know, there's some really interesting stuff. But yeah. did Sue ever hook up with Namor? Was that a thing, or was it just like the always, almost like, like Namor like really the, uh, wanted that? The Ultimate Universe, I think they did. Yeah, but in the in the regular universe, she loved Reed, and that uh, kind of fueled um, Namor's hatred of humans even more. Yeah, right. so she's loved, not into fish I mean, sticks. Yeah. I mean, like the first what hundred ep- or issues of Fantastic Four, like she's just basically an object, yeah, <laughs> or less. Well, yeah, and then she's later, a woman. What is, I mean, she's a like woman John, in the sixties. John Byrne kind of powers her up, and she becomes Invisible Woman, and then she becomes like she's the most powerful member of the team. At you know later on, and she's a great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think they actually do a good job with her in the Ultimate. Uh, fantastic four series ultimate fantastic four is not bad she's really smart but i think that's the reason why that it never really worked was because like it's a lot of pseudoscience like it's a lot of like fun kind of like you know uh negative zones and you know uh they made it like that uh, lost in space movie with uh with like william hurt and uh gary oldman good that kind of vibe yeah but that kind of vibe you know what i mean (laughs) like it's it's kind of weird and everything. Yeah, because Fantastic, Fantastic Four is more sci-fi than superhero stuff to me. Right. If that makes sense. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's well, Because Reed is supposed to be one of the smartest guys in the Marvel Universe, Reed right? Reed is the smartest guy in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Like okay. Because he can stretch his mind. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And his penis. You know, but yeah, well, it's it's very much saying. in the vein of like they have cool space adventures. I mean, it's you could do a lot of cool. I mean, fuck, that's where Galactus came from, for God's sakes. And mm-hmm. in the movie, in the second movie, they made Galactus like a swarm of space bees. Well, that was from the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, but it was dumb. Yeah. dumb. Like, yeah, it was it was stupid. I want to see Galactus, like the actual like Kirby thing with the weird, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. They're just like swatting at yeah. superheroes trying to stop them. Leave me alone. Get out, get out of my face. But yeah, I want to eat. <laughs> so, and I think it may, I also think maybe much like the Superman movie, it's too much doom. You know what I'm saying? Like know. maybe focus on another bad guy and bring doom in later. Yeah. You know, I can see that. And then we have to get some, some like, I don't know, Michael Sarah as Doom. Or no, that's another problem is you need like a powerhouse, like someone that dominates the screen to play Doom because Doom is the best villain. Yeah. You know? He's probably the first other, no, maybe Red Skull and Doom were the first two Marvel villains I really knew about. Because in Do- Doom's perfect because in his mind, he's always right. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing this. Like he can, he justifies everything. Yeah. And like, if you follow along, you're like, well, I kind of see where he's coming from. He's always <laughs> wrong. Love Doom. Yeah. 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 Loved him in uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. yeah. So, Even but what is the, uh, the the Spider Man uh, cartoon from the '90s? They mm-hmm. did like a Secret Wars uh, arc on there. Doctor Doom was pretty cool in that too. Dude, even in Secret War, did you? Are you talking about Secret War as the last Marvel event, Ben? No, I'm talking about the first Secret War. Okay, well, then the second the Secret Beyonder Wars, and everything. He's great in that too. Like Doom's amazing. The Doomverse, yeah. baby. Yeah, the, I love. I just love. I like Doom. He's cool. But whatevs. Uh, let's I go love back. me some Jed Zia too. Yeah, I love Jed Zia. Why, why? But see, it's weird because like she has too many names. Like just Jed pick Zia a name. Von Doom. She's got like because they call her Kerwin, like Kurzon, and this, that, and the other thing, and like it's all over the place. Like just fucking pick one name. Like just call you this. You are Dax. I think that's why people mostly call her just Dax. Yeah, because yeah. it just gets too confusing because then she starts going through all of them and she's talking about how how Curzon tortured me for two weeks and I cried myself to sleep every night. And st- mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was much. Now how much how much you want to be in this program, little lady? <laughs> like you gotta you know, the first place I like to go Really it's like the karate kid. Like he made her paint mouth. paint his fence and <laughs> wash his cars. Drink his cum. Yeah. <laughs> was that in the karate kid? <laughs> you have to catch my penis with the chopstick. That was when uh, when Mr. Miyagi had too much sake. Yeah. Come here. Oh, happy song, Danielson. Happy song. Blow on, blow off. Come over here, Danielson. Kiss me on ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Danielson, tie your headband around my neck and choke me while you jerk me off, Danielson. <laughs> oh, do it very hard, very hard. Oh, karate yes. chop my very hard penis. <laughs> karate, break it. karate chop my ball hole, Danielson. <laughs> Take off my black belt, J.C. Penny. <laughs> now put it around my neck, Danielson. <laughs> choke me, Danielson. Golly, Mr. Miyagi, you really are into this choking stuff, aren't you? Okay, you don't. Danielson, go to the drawer. Get my nunchucks. Tie around my neck. <laughs> Choke me. Oh, Danielson, go get nunchucks. Stick one in your butthole and one in my butthole, and we go ask to- <laughs> I don't know. This isn't in any karate book I've ever seen. No learn karate from book. Hey, hey, hey. Who's karate master here? <laughs> learn karate from ass to ass nunchuck play. 
this is like a twisted version of uh, Karate Kid and Foot Fist Way. And and um, uh, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Happy song. Happy song. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Trim like bonsai tree. Trim, I want to know what Curzon did to regular Dex. Like, what happened here? Like, what did she do to him? Like, she's very traumatized by this stuff. Oh, you know? he's a dick. I mean, that Curzon was those old grumpy fucks. And, and people miserable. And we were talking about Cameron Fry earlier, and I think he we referenced that a little bit later on in the episode too, when um uh Arjun is talking about why he wanted to be in the program because his dad basically told him. And so he his dad even had kind of Cameron Fry. Uh, mm-hmm. and there is a point where they they put the runabout into reverse to try and stop the damage. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> But then it goes right off, you know, the, the right landing the pad, yeah. right into the wormhole. And they're like, ah. And Arjun's like, you know what? I'm going to stand up to him. Yeah. My dead dad. <laughs> I'm going to stand up to his ghost. <laughs> like, hey, ghost. Arjun, you Get and up. your sister Tina have disappointed me for the last time. Get out my face, dead dad. Ghost dad. Ghost dad. Quit raping uh, people. Ghost dad. <laughs> it's not rape if they're a ghost. Ghost rape. Uh, if, the, if the rapist is a ghost, it's not rape. No, that's 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 paranormal, uh, non-consensual. It's There's like a whole a series of that on Amazon. It's a dream, bro. Was that also an episode of TNG? It yes. was. <laughs> yes. It it's also it part of a montage in Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom! We got all our bases covered with that one. Um, but yeah, so I guess they, they, they're having these cool kind of arguments about the proto-universe, like what to do with it. And you got to yeah. give um, Akira some credit. She just wants to destroy it. Yeah. yeah. It's the devourer of worlds. She is Galactus here in our, <laughs> in our Fantastic Four place. Like, just fucking kill them all. I don't care. Yeah. And they're all like, hey. oh, you can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Well, every, time, every time she convinces Cisco to go ahead and do it, then Dax finds something new about the proto-universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think she's making it up. And part of it too, it's just like, hey man, like this universe is eventually going to get so big, it's going to devour the world you live in. Like at some point, self-preservation takes over, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? They should have beamed it to like the Cardassian homeworld or something. Like, it's your problem now, yeah. assholes. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean... That's an act of war. <laughs> their plan though is kind the of... final act. It's just a cop-out. They're just like, let's just bring it back to where it was. I mean, and it's it going to destroy something on the other side of the wormhole. Like, <laughs> but, but you know what? That's like, that's like not credit. our problem. That, that's the Dominion's problem. Yeah, that's not our problem. You know, that's, but do, I mean, did it? I guess I kind of missed. Like, what they, they go back into the subspace? End. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did it go back to its own dimension? Or I don't recall that being explained very well. Yeah, I mean, neither. I just because I mean, it is a universe. Eventually, it's going to be this. You know, try to size of our universe. They just flew it through the wormhole and were like, "All right, let's leave it here. We'll see you later." (laughs) This is kind of we're taking it to a farm upstate. It's kind of (laughs) like it's like burying toxic waste. It's like, eh, (laughs) no big deal. Future generations can deal with it. It's the Gamma Quadrant is basically Yucca Mountain. (laughs) Yeah, one of the minions pissed. Yeah, this is what this is what started it all. But then your man, uh, Cameron Fry, has his moment where he's all like, hey, man, 
I can fly this ship and I'm going to be a good dude or whatever. And she's all like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm only level three at avoiding space balls, but you're level five. And and this is by far the shittiest Star Trek graphics I've ever seen. (laughs) Trying to fly the plane through the giant balls. But considering this is like late nineties TV, mid nineties, mid nineties. Okay, it looks like shit. It does. But like I said, again, like it's everything on the level of uh, when Troy was flying in space. Yeah, like the two lights. It's that level of. Quality. I don't know, man. Like this, this looks <laughs> eyes in like, the dark. One moon circles. Yeah, it looks like a fifth graders like planetarium presentation or whatever. It's just really yeah. bad, like styrofoam balls painted blue. With <laughs> the Veriton nodes. Yeah, I mean, come on, you man. You, stick. You can see the string and the the mm-hmm. wire hanger it's hanging from. I mean, it just looks really bad. Yeah. Some guy accidentally walks in in the middle of the scene. Oh, oh God! <laughs> He's like eating a sandwich. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm lost I'm in <laughs> Destroyer of worlds. Welcome ah, to the if zone. It's weird because I've never heard them mention levels of flying before, and I'll probably mm-hmm. never hear it again. Mm-mm. Nope. He's a level. He's a level five pilot. Out of out of what? Five out of five? Like is that it? Out of fifty. <laughs> so it's not really that impressive. <laughs> They're all just really shit pilots. Is it like a, a test you have to uh, fly like through a Star, Flo- Star Fox simulator or something like that where you have to go through all the rings? No, you like, actually have to play do Star the split Fox. S. You just have to play Star Fox. <laughs> they, they set up it, but it's the really good one. It's got the big screen with a curve. So mm-hmm. it's it's really hard. It's really hard. It's not just as easy as you would just like, you know, play on an Atari or something. I tell you, man, Star Star Fox sixty four was pretty great. That was my one of my favorite games. Do a barrel roll. Yeah, thanks, Slippy. <laughs> yeah, it says according to Wikipedia, it says um, um, Arjun resolves to do the job himself, and he safely brings them out of danger and releases the little universe into space, and that's it. So they just let it go. That this may explain what happens next season. Maybe I don't know. But they just like okay, we're just going to leave this universe. Here. Bad things happen next season. Spoiler: Worf shows up, and and is that next season? No, I was going to no. say that'd be awesome. Why did you disappoint me like that, Ben? Yeah, I got my hooks. I know he shows up, but I was hoping it. I guess it's season four. Yeah, first episode, season four. Damn it. I, was, I had my mouth all ready for some wolf. <laughs> so I'm going to see him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think this episode's good. Um, it's interesting. Like, I, I appreciate all of the, I guess, the lore that goes into becoming a, a host. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was such it's a... very restrictive. Only yeah, I, I know, had no very... idea. There was only, what, 200 hosts out of, like, thousands of applicants and stuff? Yeah, it's, it's very limited. You know, it's like being a green beret for worms that live in your body. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best of the best. It's like Top Gun. It really is kind of morbid, though, when you think about it, though, because these people are basically waiting for somebody to die so they can get their worm. <laughs> give me a worm. But not die every, and give me a worm. You know, but, you know, like they've said, though, not everybody is, is suited to be a, a, a candidate or whatever. Yeah, no, but I mean, once you make it through the program, you're you're on yeah. a waiting list to receive a worm. 
from somebody. Well, you're, you're on waiting, but it's not like you need that worm to live. You're providing more of a service. Yeah. But I mean, if you start getting up there in age, you're like, hey, man, when I'm getting this worm? <laughs> you're out. I think there's a cutoff. Yeah, it's, it's really. kind of like uh, Prince William in England. Like, he's like, I ain't going to be King Jack, you know, or uh, Prince, you know, Prince, Charles. Prince Charles. Charles is like, I'm never going to be King, dude. This bitch won't die. So I'm just going to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be the prince. So there, I mean, is there like a, a pattern of trill murders? Like people who get on the list and then they try and well, knock we, people off so they can, that would be a Law and Order episode. Type yeah, well, we <laughs> saw though, that wasn't that when uh, dude came on the station that yes. time, right? And tried to, to steal, steal the worm. worm. That's right. Tried to steal some worms. But see, he wasn't even legally on the list or anything like that. Right. Yeah. He's, he, he failed out. Like he wasn't even eligible to be on the list and he was like, no, yeah. I would think that if you qualified to be uh, on the list, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be, you know, the kind of person who would murder somebody else. Right. Well, that's part of the psychological now. testing. And if stuff. you start getting down to those last few months, I want you in me. Word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you inside me. You complete me. Feel you withering around. We're all wormish in my guts. <laughs> Give me all your memories, yeah, and experiences, and all your 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 dreams become my dreams. Worm, crawl inside my kangaroo-like pouch. Yes. All right, I have a question. Be Do the guru. the worms themselves ever mm. reproduce? Like, are there ever more worms? Is there like, Is there like just a hundred thousand worms, and that's it? Is or, there a set number of worms? Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Though, what right? what came first, the worm or the trill? I can't remember. Like, oh how does this God, whole symbiotic relationship... Where do the start? worms live in your body? They just live in your chest. Well, no, the trill have a, a, a area a in their abdomen, yeah, that a, evolve. A worm receptor. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And I got to think, though, if, if, like, did... How did this happen? Did some trill go swimming? I know, that's the, what I'm saying. Like, like, they got, like sex. did they evolve together, or did, like, the worms invade their planet and, you know, basically genetically engineer these people to, to be hosts for them? How did the well, there's some... How do the worms breed? That's what I'm saying. Like they might not even breed if they can just keep jumping from one body to the next. Then well, they everything has a forever. lifespan. I mean, well, yeah, this the, thing is one of the requirements of life is the ability to reproduce. So they got to reproduce. Mm. Mm. Look at Dennis being all smart. So you have to take the worms out and make them fuck, <laughs> and then you get yeah. more worms. Oh, maybe there's like an episode <laughs> they just coming up. Worm private parts out of the little yeah. slot in your stomach. It's like docking. Touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, what I'm thinking is maybe like you have it's to hot. go back every so Trill many docking. years. <laughs> like, God. No, that's a good question. I don't know. Ben's like trying to put forward like a real theory. Drill <laughs> like like yeah. docking. I'm good. <laughs> And they got six Works penises or something. I don't know. Let's yeah. go ahead and start that. No, they, they are the penis. They go ass to ass. Yeah. That's what it is. You see, I don't know. Like, that's, that's okay, it. Well, according to the Wikia, okay. about 500 symbiotes become available each year for joining. Become available? But where yeah. do they come from? Hell does that mean? How does that mean? Like, do they just hatch somewhere? Well, they- I, I don't want to... Uh, we've established that the symbionts do return to the underground pools periodically, and that's where they presumably procreate. The underground pools? That was Ronald D. Moore in an AOL chat in 1997. AOL chat. Damn. I don't know what's weirder, that fact that they go to underground pools or he's on AOL chats. Right? Well, this is Somebody's archived that shit. In 1997. Everybody had to do ASL every time that they wanted to ask a question. (laughs) 
No, that just the trills do when they go to the underground pool. Underground <laughs> pools. Yo, ASL. Yo, it was um, like 700 years only, old. <laughs> only one in every thousand trills were suitable for joining. Okay. Yeah. But the trills are the people, right? Yeah. And the worms are the... the worms are worms. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a cool name well, for themselves. The symbiont was a sentient vermiform life form from the planet Trill. It was transferred from one humanoid Trill host to another through a surgical procedure upon the death of the prior host. Who's the first person that figured this out? Like I'm telling you, somebody went swimming in one of these fucking pools and, and it crawled up his dick and then bam, yeah. Trill. <laughs> oh, like he peed into the, the he river? He peed in the river and it's, it's like, like in the, the Amazon. The serious catfish. Yeah, I saw that shit. I'm like, because mm-hmm. you could probably you can go swim in at a lake in Africa and shit and get like some kind of weird symbiote that you don't know about for like ten years and then you die. That's that's basically probably what it was. Mm-hmm. That's ever since I've watched that. Now I just keep like a soda bottle in the bathroom. I piss in that and then I pour that out. <laughs> I, I, that I explains wanna, I wanna, things. I want a closed system. I thought that was apple juice. It no. didn't taste like it. <laughs> I was very upset. I kept pouring it all over my titties. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's not that kind of show, guys. Come on. It's a mouthy broadcast. <laughs> pour the apple, pour the PP on my titties. <laughs> pour it in my butt. That's a very I said it was TT. She thought I said it was she. <laughs> no, I want you to pee in a cup and then pour it on me. No, no, no. You have to accidentally discover the pee in the cup. Yes. That's part of the oh, fetish. My. That's part of the surprise, yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> pee in a cup. It's actually two fetishes in one. The first time Some my people son... have to pee in a cup, and then the, the other person has to find a cup of pee. The first time my son peed in a cup, he thought it was the coolest thing in the whole wide world, and I was just afraid he was going to start peeing in every cup he could find. <laughs> Maybe he has. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the doctor and I was like, all right, Bob, you got to pee in this cup. And he's like, whoa. I can do that. He's so stoked. That is pretty mind blowing when you're a little kid, I would yeah. imagine. Because you've been told that you only can pee in one particular place. And he, now- was, he was giggling and shit. Like he, was, <laughs> he was so happy. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so, what do you think? What do you think of the episode? What are we giving this thing here? Well, I think it's a strong seven. I think I'll agree with that. Yeah. Dennis is going to give it a four. <laughs> I'd say it's like a 6.5. It's pretty good. I like it. I like it. I'm going to say it's a 6.5 as well. Quark was really strong. Quite not like in the beginning Quark. there. And when he gets his eardrums blown out by uh, O'Brien. <laughs> and then when he uh, basically tells Arjun like, Hey, you're fucked, man. You had your chance and you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what do you what do you mean about me? And then this, I was jockeying a bar out in the middle of nowhere. Like my life is over. Exactly. <laughs> You're the best. Do you see these marks on my wrist, man? <laughs> Every day I try to kill myself. I love Quark, dude. Because what he tells you his story about the uh, what how he bangs his boss's daughter or sister. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> Quark makes me happy. And that was an actual rule of acquisition. Like, don't sleep with your boss's daughter. Sister. Sister, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it like 119? Or was it 112? I think so. Room 112. It was the sexy. Oh. That, was a, that was a shout out to the, uh, the bad boy uh, R&B group 112. I would like to think it was, but it's not. 
<laughs> Peaches and cream. I know no one on Star Trek, the writing, the writing staff is like, you know what? Let's throw in a Room 112 reference in here. It'd be hot if we throw in a 112. Maybe we can get them on the show and Puffy could come on too. It'd be big for ratings. Puppy can Cisco. smile, and he looks like an alien when he does that. Cisco, with his little tiny does. eyes. Yes, he does look. He does look weird without glasses on, Puff Daddy. Like the whole episode, they think he's a human until he lifts up his sunglasses. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that's fucking crazy, man! Your eyes are too small. Who did you sample those eyes from? <clears throat> so, All right, everybody gives it around a six or a seven. So that's a good episode, yeah. man. And now in two episodes, we know there's a great Klingon episode. So you guys have to stay tuned. Yeah, you got to come back. Come back for more, baby. Yeah. So Maybe Doctor Doom will show up. I would love Ooh. that. <laughs> and if you guys ever, if I ever get to write the Fantastic Four, I'm gonna do a proto universe where they all go in. I'm gonna, That's awesome. I'm gonna rip off this episode of <laughs> of TNG or of Deep Space Nine to do my uh, a Marvel book one day. That's my that's my promise. Awesome. We need to like you you have the Fantastic Four ripoff, but then you've got to like we've also got to find some way to write that episode of TNG. The the one that we didn't see where they were talking about the stuff going on in the neutral zone. Yes, that that's a good one too. Yeah, we gotta do that one. About the Romulan War, the awesome war that we'll never see because they're just taxiing some dickhead around. And that sums up Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we don't have the budget for that. PNG. Yeah. Put it off yeah, screen. The, it, the closest we get to it is in uh, First Contact, right? Like when they have the big battle, the final battle in, at Earth with the, mm-hmm. the Borg. Yeah. Ramming yeah. speed. Ramming yeah. speed! Love it. I love it. And I love you guys. And I'm glad you guys had a good time at your con. Uh, ben met some listeners that gave him free stuff, which is always cool. Good for Ben. I like hearing that. That makes me happy. I just was a little freaked out that people recognized me. Why, Ben? You're a big star on the internet. I, you know, I don't know. It's kind of you're a big on, deal. You're on one of the longest running Star Trek podcasts in the world. That is actually a fact. Not continuously running, but... <laughs> Dennis, I mean, you know, Star Trek was I... a continuously running thing either. They, they took some breaks. Yeah, that's true. We took, we took a shorter break than yeah. they did. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you know, you're on one of the longest running uh, Star Trek podcasts in the world. You know what? I'm going to start saying that, and if we say it enough, people will believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one of the longest running Star Trek podcasts on the internet. Well, see, that, that's, that's a little hard to say, though. So after a while, we'll just shorten it. But it doesn't matter, Ben, because it's it'll like be that, the uh, longest running podcast, Star Trek podcast on the internet. It's like that Skip Bayless show with uh, Shannon Sharp on Fox. They say it's, it's like called the fastest growing, right? Yeah, the fastest growing show in sports entertainment or whatever. It's like you think, there's no metric for that. <laughs> no. Yeah, you just make shit up. Yeah, it's called, that's right. It's called unwatchable. Yeah, we're, we're gonna put Skip Bayless, the black guy. And they're just going to yell at each other. That's the show. That's the formula. Yeah, that's the formula. <laughs> I may try to find something nerdy, Star Trek. And some some uh, ethnically ambiguous woman sitting between them. Yeah, I can't tell. Is she is she black? Is she like Asian? Is she like white? She could be she Russian. Is. She could be yeah. black. She could uh, be she, Hawaiian. She's got a pretty smile. That's all that matters. She could be Japanese. <laughs> Did they give Donzel a, a new job? 
We should totally do uh, a Skip Bayless style Star Trek show where we just yell at each other about Star Trek, about like the episode. Like that episode sucked. You are crazy. I want you to do the one where they we totally all have our... broke the prime directive. <laughs> What's the one where you have the the guy that had the button that would shut people up? Oh yeah, that was um. Is that show still around, Dennis, on ESPN? Uh, isn't that around the horn? Yeah, that around was a good the one. horn. Yeah, it's still and, fun. I mean, like you could be talking and then you just mute Dennis. Yeah. I can do that. He can do Watch. that, actually. <laughs> so Let's I see. think that Hang on, I gotta find this words. episode gets like. See? I just did it. <laughs> I just I did it. read lips, though, and he, it looks like he's. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I just he muted. Says, All right, I just muted Ben, too. See, I can do that. Dennis, I think we lost Dennis, actually. No. No, you were just holding <laughs> it. God, that was really when you good. Get, when you get muted, you get frozen. Uh, Dennis, that was really good frozen. I'm the Dr. Doom of Frozen. Yeah, I can mute my audio, too. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, not Dennis. I thought it was going to be like the naked gun at the end when they... Or you know, police squad when they high five each other and they're just <laughs> so. Well, there you go, everybody. There you go. I tell you, of all the audio podcasts in the world, we have the best sight gags. You do. We do. It's really great. <laughs> and people will just have to believe us because they can't see it. We have what the best sight gags for a podcast. The the other <laughs> podcast, sad. Yep. Losers. No, I think we should set that up like at the five hundred dollar level. <laughs> you get to see one of the videos. It's like, I mean, if I could upload the videos, I would. They're just giant files, and I don't think the Patreon takes the files that they are. If that makes sense, like I can't convert them into a different like movie file or something. I have to try to figure it out. They're just too big. Yeah, mm, just too big. I mean, I have yeah, that's I have Premiere Pro, so I could probably do it. Actually, QuickTime, like QuickTime, would be able to transcode it. Yeah, it should. But be able VLC to. should be able to transcode. Well, I'll, tr- I'll try my best and see what happens. Nah, They're just gigantic files. I'll have to. We can try. We'll if figure guys, something out. We can uh, figure we'll, something. Out. We'll kickstart it. At, yeah. Does this yeah. mean I have to like start wearing clothes for the show? No. No, I mean, not at the five hundred. Why would any level. of us start wearing clothes? Yeah. I mean, we we do <laughs> all of these naked. If anything, well, no, if that's not. To see the video, I'll make. I'll dress it up a little bit. I'll maybe draw like a space scene in the background. It's not. We have to be fair though, because the first couple of seasons we did still wear our uniforms. I have my uniform, and every time my wife and I go on a date night, I threaten to wear it out. <laughs> I awesome. swear to God, woman, I'll wear it. I don't think my uniform will fit anymore. <laughs> I don't think fits. mine will either. I, I'll, I will look like a real Trek fan if I put my uniform on. <laughs> uh, fatherhood suits you well, Dennis, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> that old belly button's going to be sticking out. My uniform fits okay. I think it fits about the same. <clears throat> Just got to do a few push-ups maybe, tighten up up here, but I, I'm good. Well, mine fit pretty well when I got it, so now I know. Well, the thing is, though, uh, you'd look like a cast member because as the show progressed, the cast <laughs> members got fat. They got their regular checks. Except, I mean, except for what Worf and Picard. Yeah. I mean, the females on the on the show, females, they stayed about the same. But all the dudes, <laughs> they got fat. They got fat as hell. Well, I think mm-hmm. Picard actually got kind of you know more rough a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. he became the most sexiest man in the world today. <laughs> that would have been great if like 
at season four, for example, like once they knew they, they had signed the contracts to do the full seven seasons, or whatever, like everybody started getting plastic surgery, like all the, all the female characters had huge <laughs> tits, fake tits. Well, I mean, that's what normally happens. You watch a show. gets hair plugs. The cast gets good looking. Like look at the office. Like Steve Carell was bald as shit. Season one, season seven, he's got beautiful hair. You know, Jim looks all handsome. <laughs> so I think true. the first season they're trying to make him look like the British yeah. version. Because I mean Jim looked like uh Martin Freeman a lot. And like Jim I mean looked, mm. basically the same. And no, Jim. but I mean like the the appearance, like yeah. the disheveled kind of look. Kind of shaggy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So well there you go, everybody. We talked about the Simpsons today, we talked about the office. Yeah. Talked about, about the Fantastic Four. Yeah, we got it all in, Jack. We got it all in. I'm going to go read some Fantastic Four comics maybe on my Marvel Unlimited app. <laughs> I think it's great. Nice. So thank you guys for joining us. Ben and Jenny and Dennis, it's always a pleasure to see you. Jenny, I hope you enjoy your new vehicle, hopefully, a new Mazda 3. Oh, thank you. I would, I would also, exciting. Again, I would also recommend a Volkswagen. I love my VW. Almost got 100,000 uh, miles on it, knock on wood. No, they lie about emissions, man. Yeah, whatever, dog. They're Germans. Come on. That's what they do. The Germans. <laughs> the Germans. We, we are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's the motto for their country. <laughs> the Germans. We are terrible. People. We are terrible. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so, well, there you go, everybody. Good job. Kudos to you, and thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody.